Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Human Behavior Show. We're on episode 12 and super excited for today. We've got an amazing guest and we'll talk all things health, fitness, nutrition, a topic which is what I'm really interested in, really looking forward to kind of doing this. And we have a brilliant guest. It's going to be super interesting. So we have Stephen with us today and he is an Olympic coach and Adidas American saying or Adidas in the UK coach. Um, and he coaches elite athletes. He's gone to the Olympics and he's super cool and will be telling us how to achieve human performance or what are the best ways of reaching those heights. So we're going to be doing a 30 minutes with him, fireside chat, super interesting. Um, and if you can't catch this, do follow us along on Spotify. Apple Podcast will be live there. And as a human behavior show develops, we're trying to do these 30-minute um, shows, high action. You know, we're really trying to make this a really cool experience for the listeners and be high value as well. So that's the aim of this pad podcast. And that's why I'm bringing some of the best guests that I can find and also people I work with Um onto this platform calling app and we're going to try and produce more and more content so as we wait for steven looking forward to him joining and we'll be kicking off so for those who don't know i am dr i'm board certified lifestyle medicine and i talk a lot about sleep nutrition exercise and behavior change um i also advise medical tech companies skin consult as well as crescent health sleep company um, and I have my own startup in the relationship wellness space, Amelie. So um, we're going to be building on this journey. We're going to be talking today all about nutrition and fitness. If you have any questions and you own the audience, um, you can put it in the chat or you can raise your hand and I will bring you right. We'd love to try and get as much um, information out of this session as possible. Um, super excited for this one. We've covered a lot of interesting shows in the past over on Clubhouse. Um, and we've had Future Fit that we focused in on fitness and we had coaches on talking about what it takes to be fit. One of the cool companies in, in the States. We also had Form Nutrition who did very interesting talks on fasting and weight loss and, you know, what is optimal nutrition. Um, so this is kind of a follow up to those, um, trying to get them both together and covered. And obviously we can't go that deep in 30 minutes. So we'll be doing follow-up episodes as well. And I'm always available to chat to you and you can kind of come and um, ask me questions. You can DM me and I hope to be getting more guests on um, as we go along. So it's going to be really, really good. So Steve is about to pop in um, and warming up the stage. Um, with the questions I have, I mean, I'm thinking about a lot of different things right now. Um, to ask Stephen, um, we can go down so many different routes. We can talk about longevity. How, how do you train for performance? And there's a lot of different questions I'll be asking. So super, super stoked for this one. Hey, Stephen, welcome. Welcome to the Human Behavior Show. So happy to have you here. We'd love you to give a bit of a background to the listeners. Um, and we'd love to hear from you. It's also like Clubhouse where you can unmute. So that's, that's the first thing. thing that you, uh, can you hear me now? Yep, Stephen, I can hear you. Shoot. Cool. Cool. Um, yeah, so I've been in 
nice to see you again. Nice to speak with you again. Um, I've been coaching for a while now. Keep to keep it super super brief. I've been I've been coaching in professional athletics for over ten years now, um, and I've been with a lot of different sports. The last about seven eight years specifically, I've been working with um, professional sprinters, training in a professional like Adidas group. Um, sprinting's not a team sport, but uh, you also don't really get your track to yourself. So. Uh, you, you train in groups, teams, whatever you want to call it. So I've been, I've been the, the strength and conditioning coach for that group for a while. And I also do a lot of stuff on the side. Um, I, I, I've been coaching so many people, um, regular people, professional people, people that have overcome crazy, crazy, um, even like injuries or let's say, um, surgeries. So, um, there's a lot of stuff that we can really get into, but, um, yeah, I've, I've got, I've got a hell of a lot of coaching experience, but, um, that's about it. So hopefully we keep it there. Well, that's a really cool background. <laughs> and I think everyone's, I mean, uh, Steve, you shared so much when you came on Clubhouse. Uh, I think everyone was blown away and, and you're just such a natural speaker as well, which normally I'd say people in fitness industries normally don't have that. I mean, coaching work with, work with international athletes for a long, long time. Yeah. Yeah. Like from people all around the country, right? Like when you, you when you, you have to in the gym, you have to be able to communicate. Like if you can't communicate well, <laughs> um, you're not going to have any success. So um, yeah, I, communication I, is key. It's motivation. It's, it's everything. It's everything. It's yeah. It's, you're trying to you're <laughs> trying to push people over the edge in terms of performance. So hundred percent. So Stephen, I mean, what sports do you play? First of all, I want to get that covered. I've not uh, covered that yet. <laughs> um, I I have. I love basketball. That's what I, that's what, that's what motivated me to get into all this stuff is I just wanted to jump higher. Right. Like I think a lot of people go to the gym and there's like a couple of reasons that people go to the gym. Um, I went to the gym. My first experience going to the gym was like, I want to jump higher. And I signed up for this shit. Oh my God. Um, this guy told me he's like oh man i'm gonna add like 16 inches to your bird i'm super excited like and you know next thing you know he he wants to charge me like for 20 30 sessions up front and and he takes me through a routine and, and you know looking back on i was like 15 16 years all the time like i was getting scammed for sure but um i was just so excited to be there because i kind of already knew i was like man like if i work hard in the gym like i'm gonna get some results where like some people go to the gym and they want to look better on the beach or whatever but like i wanted to jump high because um, i was playing basketball so um and then i, I dabbled in other things but basketball so i i still play today um i i love it um i don't i don't love rowing i don't love running but I can go out and shoot baskets all day. Um, it's it's awesome, and, and the whoop will tell you that it's exercise. Let me tell you, it blows my mind how um, how many <laughs> calories the whoop gives me for shooting hoops. Not even playing pickup. When I play pickup, I'm 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 scoring a twenty for sure for the day, for sure. Um, but then I and then I, I I like to train as well. So I like I said, I've been coaching athletes for professional athletes for ten years. I've been coaching athletes in general for almost fifteen. And um, I, I like to experiment on myself first before I ha- before I bring it to my my practice. I mean, that's a lot of experience, and kudos for that. And um, I love getting on the show people who are really you know experts in the field, and, and you definitely kind of had years of experience, which is incredible. I want to do this is I want to actually first of all ask: Can you talk us through the basics of of nutrition, diet, and, and exercise, physical activity on? for people who are looking to, um, you know, perform better, put on, you know, muscle or lose weight. Can you just tell us the basics? (laughs) Mm, um, I think those are all different pillars. 
So I'm going to try and keep it super basic. And I love, I love talking about this stuff. And like I said, so I, I've had 15 years of experience and, and nothing that I'm coming up with, to be honest with you, is probably something of my own. Like I've gotten to learn from unbelievable people, including YouTube. Uh, <laughs> like that, that's a hell of a resource too. But like, um, I've learned a lot of stuff. So, I mean, who knows how much of it is exactly true. And I think, I think exercise and health is a science. It's not a, it's not an exact science, right? Like, um, I think what works for some people might work for other people. So I'd like to <laughs> protect myself with whatever comes out <laughs> of my mouth before I say what, you know, basics are, because basics can be different for everybody. But I think, you know, I'll, I'll keep it, I'll start super, super basic. So strength and conditioning coaches, right? I think people get lost in either they are doing strength work or they're doing conditioning work. And I think you have to have a little bit of so, you know, I think you have to be strong enough to deal with life, but you also have to, you know, have the endurance as well. So I think you have to have a little bit of balance in your gym programming. And we talked about this in Clubhouse where, like, I, I think your movements actually define your expressions significantly more. So, like, when we're talking about strength, I don't think that means <laughs> I don't think I don't think laying down and pushing a barbell, even if it's like really, really heavy for a couple of reps is necessarily life strength. Um, there's times where you maybe need to use that as a, you know, a tool to, to, to train, but like, you know, strength is, is unique to you and what your, what your demands are as a human being. So, um, keeping it strength and conditioning and then trying to define your life and your goals around that, that's simple. That that's where having a coach can help come into hand, but I'm sure all these other, other avenues, I'll make a reason for having a coach. And the, so nutrition, man, nutrition, I think is super easy. This is what I'm doing. And I always recommend what I'm doing. Um, don't do processed, um, process pretty much anything. And, and, and I think people go all in on, on certain things, like just do as good. You don't, you don't either get a hundred in math class and you don't get a, a zero, you fall on the spectrum, right? Like if I can just get like a 95 or a 90, or maybe someone's really failing on the nutrition thing. And like, you know that the science on nutrition and the information on nutrition has changed so much like almost as fast as technology like i <laughs> i i think the way people look at dairy or will look at maybe gluten and certain starches and things like that um you know everyone needs a certain thing in a certain place but like if we're talking about super basics i think you know we're trying to basically control weight and we're trying to you know fuel performance right that's what our diet's for and to keep us healthy to keep us healthy, you know, in, in certain fat levels will sustain health and we can define what health is internal, external movement, whatever energy. Uh, but so your diet's got to support that, got to support that. Um, and I, I think, I think fruit and vegetables are pretty easy to go with. I think lean meats are easy to go with. Um, try and, and then just doing your best. Like, like, don't get me wrong. I slammed a full pepperoni pizza the other night. <laughs> the whole thing, the whole thing. Um, but then like, and we talked about fasting too. Like, like I practice fasting, but just cause like maybe I have like one day, it doesn't, I don't fall off that practice. Like your practice isn't perfect, right? Like you're, that's what you're practicing. So um, as regarding nutrition, I think people like try to make these drastic swings. It's like little, literally just like with exercise, like just make bit little, little progressions, little progressions. And the dumb, uh, I'm going to leave the nutrition talk right here in the sense of like, I ask people this all the time, because like, if we're talking general people that think this applies my professional athletes, sometimes this applies, but for general people, it's like, have you had a vegetable today? 
<laughs> and and if they have to think <laughs> about that, if they if there's thought and and you know, I mean, we can get into like some people are like almost anti-vegetable, and and I I I was talking to a client of mine, and I I have some brilliant clients. That's actually maybe what's gotten me a little farther along is like I. I, my clients, I'm scared that they're smarter than me most of the time. So I have to like make sure I'm on it or they're going to make me look like a fool and I'm not going to get to have this cool job anymore. So like, I've got to stay on it. But, um, (laughs) I was telling her, I was like, I don't want to talk to you about nutrition anymore. I'm not doing it because it's, it's almost like talking about politics sometimes like the psychology behind it. So anyways, you don't have to go, it doesn't have to be crazy deep. And I, maybe I went off on a, on a tangent there, but like with nutrition, like keep it, how you asked me to talk about keep it basic. Yeah. Keep the nutrition super basic. Like check, check your body fat percentages. I think people are scared to weigh in, weigh in on the scale. It holds you accountable. Um, and then you, you know, what's good. Like you can't live on ice cream and pizza, like try vegetable, eat some fruit, drink a lot of water. That's an easy tip. Drink a ton of water. And my secret right now, is dates. I love dates. Um, they're not super popular around here, but the more I seem to talk about it, the more people, I know people that do love dates. So um, <laughs> same. They're great. Like, I've, been breaking, I've been breaking my fast with dates and like, I feel like a superhero. Like no <laughs> shit. I'm not lying. It's like the smoothest. And I, I so I fast before I work out. Yeah. Um, well, I fast the whole day, right? I, I try and fast. And when I say fast, I cheat. Like I do some, I do, I don't know if you've ever heard of mud water, but it's like, it's like some like roots and <laughs> yeah, yeah. turmeric, this and that, yada, yada, magic powder. Um, and then I do coffee. I love me some black coffee. And then I try and fast through my training with the athletes and up until my workout. But sometimes like I can't. And then I, you just have a couple of dates. And it's like, man, it's like a sensu bean. If you watch Dragon Ball, it just brings me back. <laughs> so uh, uh, what was the other thing that you wanted to? I mean, was, that was, you guys, you heard it here first from an Adidas Olympic coach. Some good tips. You can, you know, you can fall off sometimes. It's taking the good things, keeping them consistent, keeping the basics. So, Stephen, what does your like workout program look like currently? Like, how many days are you training? Is it every day? Mm, no not right now not right now it's been it's been it's been a hell of a lot more um this is going to be a great great question because this is a cool topic to speak on and and hopefully there's not too many super smart people listening because i'm probably going to say some dumb shit but um i'm training to sprint faster and jump higher right and we kind of touched on this the other day in the sense of like that's a neural thing that's a that's like a my muscles are, I don't believe that if my muscles get bigger, um, I'm necessarily going to run faster or jump higher. I think I have to send better signals and I have to hit better positions. I have to better, better motor control. And, um, I just don't think that comes with heavy volume. So to get back to the actual exact question, I'm doing a lot of like what I ask our athletes to do. And one thing that we've made this change this year is, we're super keen on trying to time what like a neural day is on the track with what a neural day is in the gym. Does that make sense? Do you, or do it, I, I, I hope that makes sense. And then like, and I'll, maybe I'll, I'll try and clarify. And then we have kind of like a, a more like a lactic pumpy muscular endurance kind of day. And then we try and match up our muscular endurance kind of day. So like, 
Then I could take a squat, for example, to define it, how it could be fit in on both days, depending on what I'm trying to accomplish. So like I could take a squat on the neural day and I'm going to really, really. No, Steven, yeah, that makes it makes a lot of sense. And I'm on, Can you still hear me? Yeah, I, my yeah. phone's going nuts because I got a phone call coming through. Dude, and I, I, I hope it's not ruining it. No, 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 it's, it's perfectly fine. Is for a second it was like, so you yeah, do these sorry. things, your neural days. Um, so your you you are a strength coach. Your outcome is for people to become more powerful, right? Generate more strength. Correct. And we had this conversation where yeah. you know size is different to strength. There's different ways of training. Yeah, and you know even you know packing on protein and things like that. There's there's a difference, right? So absolutely. With your athletes, how do you keep them motivated? Being a coach is, I know, um, takes a lot, right? takes um continuous pushing someone doing the right things but helping them recover as well what are some of your techniques you help people to sustain certain behaviors or keep them going so i'm gonna speak on me specifically (laughs) because you're asking me right and you're asking about my athletes and i think this is like i hope a lot of coaches are doing this and maybe i'm wrong maybe i'm wrong maybe we'll listen to this and be like no that's not the way to handle it but like the way i really try to motivate my athletes is building that that connection with them like almost like a little bit of a personal connection like building a relationship you know and showing that you are invested as well so that's kind of obvious but then like we try and really lock in like what are we doing things for and so one of the motivating factors that i'm always talking to them about and i try and keep it if you've ever done a session with me, like when I was first in my career, like you start working with me, I'm just going to spew a bunch of information on you and I hope something sticks. And so now I kind of sit back like 15 years later and I pick and choose what I'm going to say to who I'm going to say and how I'm going to say it. And, and, and what I'm referring to is like movements. So like you're not going to win an Olympic medal with shit movements. It's not happening. So like, but you but at the same time you're not going to win olympic medal if you're so cautious on everything you're doing in the gym and and like it has to be so technical and so perfect and you see you see both ends of the spectrum and i talk about this all the time like i love working with girls because girls a lot of times have to learn the technique first to get the big expressions because they don't have a lot of horsepower off the rip right where like i can work with a guy and sometimes you know like <laughs> he's 15 years old and he's just losing <laughs> testosterone and like you don't you know what i'm saying like it's a different thing and i almost have to slow him down to get positions right because i love i love this analogy it's like playing the piano is not hard playing the piano that's a really good one i like hard. that i like that like it like i like i can mash those keys right like I can match those keys, but who knows what's going to happen. It takes years and the coordination. It's like, like the, like think of how many things that go into it, right? Like your brain, the firing patterns, the memorization, there's so much. And I know that's something that me and you could like talk about for years, but um, yeah. So like I try, I try and tie that into all the exercises and I had an awesome moment with one of the athletes today. We were doing medicine ball throws and you know, they're coming from a, basically a three point stance, and their hands are their their arms are straight to the floor, almost like a push up style. But they're on a they're on a medicine ball, and I'm trying to get them to push the medicine ball into a wall, not up but forward. Because when they push through the floor, that's them using their energy to get the ball to go through the wall. That's how you come off the blocks in a simple, simple explanation. But so the way she was doing it, I mean, it kind of looked right. Like if to the naked eye, you'd be like, okay, she's definitely like throwing the ball through the wall. Cool. You, you watch it in film, but I, my eyes good for this. Like, you could see that she was truly reacting with her arms on the ball, lifting the ball up and then pushing with her legs. 
and unfortunately that's not the right firing pattern she's got to she's got to commit to that ball needs to go forward she's got to drive with her legs through her hips through her core then through her arms right like it's a it's a firing pattern uh, I think I'm butchering it a little bit, but I, I think I'm close. And so just, you know, just giving the cue or the, the, the direction on, hey, like, let's just try and think about, let's push you the floor instead of lift with the arms as your first move. Just trust me on this, you know? And that's not in the formal instruction. That's not like, hey, can you like retract your shoulder blades and like posture up and blah, blah, blah. It's like, hey, just think about where you're pushing into the floor. And it's easy for me to have that conversation in that moment because I've been working with her for years, right? But or for you know months in this season. But that that's that's what we're we're still trying to accomplish. Everyone's still trying to accomplish the same same thing in the gym. Yeah, Stephen, that's a really good example, actually. And kind of, I felt like I was, you know, I, I felt I was being coached by you. <laughs> I felt like I could follow along, you know, the nuances and the specific actions and uh, of, of that experience you've had. Um, and I think a lot of listeners will be interested in how do you overcome challenges as an athlete? You know, injuries are part and parcel of the game. How do you minimize injuries and then how do you go about facing that when you when you have an injury and you can't train that's hard that's like a heartbreaking question right there um because every year that's that's the hardest one that's the hardest one um because every year right like let's say i have 20 to 25 athletes and you don't put this on any one of them but like you can basically look and be like look someone in this group is going to get injured some majorly, minorly, whatever, but there'll be some setbacks. Someone, the very, very few of you will get through this, this entire season, uh, without some sort of like, Hey, you're going to miss a workout because something kind of hurts. Um, and so, yeah, dealing with that. Right. So like prehab is like a term I love and it's, it, it's been used, it's been tossed around and that's in the sense of like doing the things that are going to help you prevent injuries. So that goes back to a lot of stuff I'm talking about, like with the control and patterns and falling in love with your mechanics on and off the track. Even like when you're sitting in a chair, like if you have shit posture, don't be shocked when that's expressed somewhere else, especially more important than just sitting in the chair. If your job depends on it, if you're just, if you know, if you sit in a job, chair professionally it doesn't matter <laughs> but it, it but it will because eventually you're going to get nerve <laughs> issues because you're going to have poor posture you're going to have to see me or a chiropractor to fix your shit like i mean it you, you know what I'm wait this, is, is it better to lie um, down than sit down sitting is terrible so you're better off lying down and doing your work if you're remote right <laughs> stand up standing desk <laughs> Stand up. Well, and you know what? Like, I guess it's it's maybe it's not the sitting, right? Like, and just because we're talking on this, like, real quick, like maybe it's not the sitting, but it's like the stagnant, right? Like the hip flexors get super short, the hamstrings get super short, um, the posture gets super off, the glutes are off. Like, and trust me, when you go to stand up, like, because I'm super picky on the squat. I think the hardest thing I teach is the back squat, for sure. It's it's one hundred percent the hardest and most technical thing I teach, especially because I'm not talking on like doing it necessarily just with an empty bar and saying hey you went low or you did not go low whatever. It's like talking about the alignment of how the pelvis, the spine, the ankles, hips, knees, toes, brain, breath, all that all that plays together because it's it's one movement, and so making sure all that's connected is super super hard. Um, so that that's that's where we go with things um you don't necessarily have to <laughs> you don't have to go heavy I mean, that's a good way of looking at it and it's 
Um, I mean, posture is so important. I mean, you said back squats. Man, deadlifts is the one I'm scared of. I do not want to screw up on my back. I think deadlifts are. I think deadlifts are the best. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Well, it's like high high risk, high reward, right? Like, yeah, deadlifts are great. Go do them shitty. You will. They were not great no more. That's a say. I think power cleans are fun. I don't know if you do any Olympic lifts, but like in 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 track, like a lot of times, everyone knows they got to do the power clean. <laughs> if you've ever done power cleans and you've never had formal instruction, good luck. <laughs> and um steven as we come into like the last five minutes or so of this um i do want to ask you um what have you got in store for the future what are some of your aims right now and your goals and, and what are you doing to ensure like you achieve them um always working on myself that's that's number one in a sense because like that that if you're not working on yourself you're not gonna be able to support other things right so i'm always working on myself and what i mean by that is like my career and 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 my body and my my opportunity to 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 um to keep doing this so and then i guess maybe to support that because it's not always just (laughs) you don't you like you have to financially do things like one thing that i've been doing a lot and i've been putting a lot of time and energy into and i i bet you'll you'll relate in some some facet um garage gyms um i've put so much time and energy into actually building out like a really nice garage gym and one because it, it it's it's my own it's it's great but then too i can actually i've been bringing people over i have a i have a lot of people that i get to have an awesome one-on-one experience with and i think that helps you know there's there there's a lot of discomfort that comes in the gym and so like when i can bring someone into a basically a private space and really like open them up with their movement and get them to do things that there's no freaking way they're gonna do in a in a club setting you know i got guys doing glute bridges that you know, with the with the with the hot girl bands around their knees so their their knees don't cave like he's not doing that at a big gym when there's a bunch of people around but he will come and do that with me when he's when i'm when he's trusting me that that we're doing it and so like it's a it's a cool little setting to have and then i want to build on that even remotely like i love this whole um digital space and so i've set up some cameras in in my garage to where i can basically like live stream with you if you were at the gym the same way we're speaking like you would just be able to see me i've got a squad i i have everything in my gym that you could possibly imagine so being able to maybe walk through sessions with somebody or just having someone in a private facility that's that's my that's my hobby on top of what i'm doing with the track team oh nice and i, I mean i love how you know the fitness industry adopted the tech in the pandemic with the remote <laughs> yeah. it worked so well I mean, I had an online trainer, actually. Fitio is this app. He came on Clubhouse, and I had the, the obviously, Apex Optimizers NFT, gave three months free training, yeah. and it was excellent. It was, um, yeah, Zach from Fitio. And, yeah, I was training across the world. I was in the East at that time. I was on holiday. And he was in America. <laughs> we had such a time difference. It was working so well, though. So I definitely think that's, that's all it has future. to do. That's all it has to yeah. do. That's what, I th- that's what I talk to people about all the time. It's like, it just has to work. Like, yeah. and it doesn't have to work routinely all like, like you want to have a routine obviously, but, but sometimes like you just have to make it work. Like if you're a super busy professional and this is for my professional athletes as well. Like I'm not even talking like, you know, your entrepreneurs, your people that are traveling the world. Like I was talking to a guy about this today. He's like, I kind of want to get involved with these, with these, these condos, these luxury apartments. Cause like those type of people, they are never a lot of those, type, maybe I'm wrong, but like, 
routines don't always fit for everybody. And like having that opportunity to just be able to like sneak a good session in with somebody, like I think that's there's a lot of value to it. Gives you motivation in the rest of your day too. You know, like in, in, in like all of a sudden you get that one good session, right? And you're speaking on like, you know, for sure. like oh, dude, shocker, if you have one really good session, I bet you have another one. Man, you're making me miss the gym right now. Yeah, you want to go? go? <laughs> I wanna go? I'm going to go after this, actually. I'm definitely going to work out. I did, <laughs> yeah, I did tennis. Cool. So I was like, oh, I want to lift. I actually want to lift. I that's am cool. trying to get my lifting. I mean, I love the home gym. I, I, I did it two years ago and never looked back. Your own environment. You have to wait for machines. There's no distractions. You People can put up your to... own music on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't have to listen <laughs> to the you know <laughs> single ladies over and over. I'm joking. My gym oh, didn't play that. Man, but... <laughs> you don't know. You don't even know. <laughs> I know, and it's it's just you know I feel like all momentum. I mean, I'm working remotely as well for my job, so it just fits so well. I feel like that's the the future, and, and I do love that aspect um yeah i'm trying to get back into my powerlifting. Uh, you know i used to do a lot of kind of squats and bench presses mm-hmm. um and then also obviously a lot of pull downs and, and deadlifts and in the pandemic um i started doing a bit more isolated uh muscle exercise especially biceps and triceps and things like that yeah. i was trying to work on my weaknesses carbs etc i actually gained a lot of weight it was interesting because i was i was interesting that i was very lean and i would say um I'm pretty fit. And then the pandemic struck. It was everyone. What happened is mm-hmm. um, I actually wanted to gain weight. I wanted to put on muscle. And my tennis stopped. So my cardiovascular exercise actually went down. Um, I became remote. So I was working from home. So that, you know, a sedentary lifestyle kind of snuck in, even though I was gymming four or five times a week. But it was mostly I started just doing lifts. So I started putting on muscle and also being at home. I started consuming a more protein powders form nutrition. I had a bit of a mm-hmm. partnership with them, but I just started indulging a bit more and I gained a bit of weight and people said, Hey, you look better with a bit of weight on you, right? Yep. You're building muscle, but the fat was coming too. And then I got to this stage where, you know, six months down the line, it just, you know, your appetite grows and you're oh lifting my God, heavy I'm and, dealing with that. Now. And the, <laughs> you know, and then what happened is that I probably put on 50% muscle, but 50% fat. And I was like, wait a minute, yeah. this is getting out of control. And I was like, okay, you know what? Yeah. Let me just keep getting stronger and stronger and not care about it. And then, you know, a year passed and I was like, actually, now nah, I've got quite a, you know, my body fat percentage was pretty good before. I was like 13%, you know, I'm mm-hmm. not an athlete or anything, 13, 15, 15% hovering around and it just shot up to 18, 19. And I was like, yeah. wait a minute. Okay, I may feel yeah, bigger. You start, to, you start to miss that. <laughs> yeah. You start to miss that that stomach, yeah. right? You, that's where I noticed yeah. it too. Like yeah, I've yeah, I've yeah. I've competed in weightlifting and and I I like the lighter weights. Maybe call me vain. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's my dream right now. Like I'm gonna hit it hard. I'm gonna be super clean with my diet right now. I did the eighty percent, twenty percent principle. I'm actually kicking off from like this week, and then I'm gonna try and I'm I'm throwing ten. I've got tennis back on as well, but I'm gonna start lifting. Um, you know, the power lifts, like you said, because that activates a lot of your, you know, your growth hormone rising, your testosterone mm-hmm. rising and all these things are good for you, right? You build, you build, when you build muscle, you're, you're, you're burning calories at rest. Right? It just makes everything right. easier, especially, yeah. especially if you've got some really easy weaknesses. Like if you've got some stuff that you've never really trained yeah. before and you can throw that in the middle of your training, like, man, it, it makes <laughs> you get difference. the boost. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, CrossFit's insane. CrossFit is insane. It's, it's, it, so CrossFit's just insane because like they don't teach you how to recover from it. Like if, if people were all recovering correctly, I think it'd be a lot easier. And, and, you know, you maybe give them a nice slower introduction to it. 
like I, I competed in CrossFit for a long time. Yeah, and, and I and I will and I will again. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw my hat in the mix um, nice. <laughs> as a as a masters athlete since uh, I'll be eligible for the older person division this year. Okay. But, um, <laughs> um You're looking forward to getting back in. Yeah, well it's just a recovery. Like you gotta you, you gotta you gotta yeah. know what you're dealing with. It's so intense. It's it's yeah. like it's like F one racing, like <laughs> you <laughs> <laughs> good luck. I'll be to the CrossFit gyms. It was, it was, it was tough, but I mean, I'm going to use this podcast to keep myself accountable guys. We've had Steven on today on the show, shared so much. Please give him a follow. Steven, I want to know as we sign off two questions, a, where can people follow you? And then B an interesting one, one that I often think about, who do you think is the best athlete athlete in the world? Right. It can be any sport um, names. I'd be thinking of, you know, things that people like Nadal, Ronaldo, mm-hmm. Tom Brady, LeBron James, um, um, quite a few names there. But in your opinion, who is the best? Because it pound for pound athlete. Oh man, I'm gonna make friends and enemies all at the same time. That's such a hard. We gotta have controversy on the podcast. (laughs) Yeah, let me tell them where to follow me so they can unfollow me after I answer the question. (laughs) So it's my first name, last name, Steven Strenzio. I'm pretty active on Instagram, and and you know if we're gonna hold you accountable to this, um, call me on it. It's all recorded. Um, Send me some videos of your lifts, and maybe we could do like a live video breakdown of some of the stuff you're doing, and we could like kind of we could like really you know break down the movements this is that'd be more my specialty even closer than just speaking on it we could like get some good yeah, angles and like, yeah, yeah. like break down good. and and dig into it a little bit more and that'll be a 30 minute combo right there but um i love lebron james because i'm a basketball nut right um i think what he's done on and off the court is unbelievable um i think a lot of the things that he's working towards um like i said on and off the court insane so and then when he comes out he starts talking about like the recovery process and and you know whether you like him you know for some of his basketball decisions whatever but like we're looking at a dude that's been doing this like for 20 years roughly give or take um and he's never had any like crazy formal coaching in the sense of like he's had a bigger stick than any of the coaches I think he's worked with outside of maybe like Pat Riley. Right. Like, but he wasn't his coach, probably just more of an advisor. Um, how does he know so much? Like when, when, when you look at Tom Brady, you're like, man, you get it where his IQ comes from because he's, he's had a, a great mentor and a lot of knowledge and that system's just unbelievable. But you look at LeBron James and like his IQ's through the roof, like through the roof. And I guess that comes from just watching tape, but maybe that's why I'm fascinated by him because like he's been doing it so long. He's hitting the same damn positions, like his same poster dunk that he hit when he was 19. He's going to be hitting when he's 39. It's just, it's crazy. It's crazy. And like one thing that I've struggled with or getting back into is like I was competitive in CrossFit. I've snatched a lot of weight. I've cleaned and jerked a lot of weight. Back squat, deadlift, I've done it all. Um, Go out and sprint and go out and jump. Actually, jumping would be a better example. Like if you haven't done it in a while and you're not like constantly jumping, like just go try and touch the rim. Go touch the backboard and like do it in rhythm it's gonna hurt it's not gonna feel good <laughs> unless you're really young still and you're and you're kind of in rhythm but like you start getting a little older and like like oof you feel that a little bit more right so um i look at lebron james and and i it's like what what is he doing he's he's got it all other than his hairline he's got it all 
<laughs> I mean, I love that how you how you explain that. Uh, I love LeBron, of course, and and I work as a sleep doctor at times, and I always quote LeBron James. This guy apparently sleeps eleven hours a day. And he has to. He, he has to recover, right? He has to. He is insane. I would love to. I would love to hear more of your takes on sleep and like how. And you mentioned something about. Um, like you can overdo it on sleep and things like that. Yeah, definitely with metabolism like stuff. Super, yeah, I'm super interested on that. Yeah, we'll definitely do a future episode. I'll, I'm gonna, I'll get you back on as well, and I'll do one with a sleep specialist as well, and we'll dive into that. I mean, this was good for uh, you know strength and conditioning coach, super important, and you know what you've done. I've, I've really enjoyed doing this conversation. Add a lot of value to the listeners. So, guys, if you're listening. We're on Calling App. It's been brilliant. And this will be available straight away on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Do listen, follow Stephen, and we'll carry on doing these these valuable 30-minute podcasts where you can, you know, listen to it in one go, get high value, and learn a lot. We're pretty broad with the Human Behavior Show. We discuss all things tech, AI, startups, health, wellness, decision-making, and we get startup founders on as well. So, Stephen, you've been a brilliant guest. and I look forward to kind of <laughs> touching base with you again. I'm excited to see your lifting videos. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's go. (laughs) go. (laughs) Take care, everyone. This is me signing off and Steven signing off from the Human Behavior Show. We'll catch you in the next episode. See everyone. Bye. Bye.